Hi, everyone. It's the Two Minute Podcast Special Edition. Happy Easter, everyone. Easter, of course, comes this year on April 9th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Today, we're going to center on the theme of the two thieves at the crucifixion. But before we get into that, I would like to read some verses from 1 Peter. Concerning the salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. It was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves, but you in the things that have now been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Let me just pause there and read again that last phrase, things into which angels long to look. The crucifixion is certainly a a dreaded form of capital punishment. The Romans weren't the first. Uh, It looks like from a a gaze back into history that the uh, Syrians and their Babylonians both took their parts in it. And I suppose you might say the Romans copied them. Uh, The Romans, well, they considered people who would be crucified as the scum of the earth. They were the lowest of the low. The Romans used crucifixion to humiliate and bring terrible shame, not only the person that they were putting to death, but also their families. Often, according to Roman history, the crucifixion would take place at the site of the crime. I would offer that this particular crucifixion took place on the Mount of Olives. There are several reasons why. Number one, the Mount of Olives was east of Jerusalem. Number two, it was east of the temple. Number three, it had a garden and a road. Uh, This garden uh, across the Kidron Valley led to the homes of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. The road would continue on to Bethany, Bethel, and what some call the road to Jericho. The Mount of Olives also had a cemetery. And the last thing that I might point out, which we'll get into later on as we discuss this, the Mount of Olives had an elevation of 2,709 feet. The Temple Mount was 2,427 feet. So if you stood on the Mount of Olives, you would look down upon the temple, the very center of Jewish religious life. The crucifixion on this particular day, I believe, was on Nisan 14. This was the day that the Jews were commanded to kill the Passover lamb. The following is a list of verses found in the Gospels concerning the two thieves that were crucified with Jesus on the cross. Matthew 27, 38 states, Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. 
Matthew 27, 44. And the robbers were crucified with him, also reviled him in the same way. In Mark 15, 27, it states, And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. In Luke 23, 39, one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. In John 19, 18, there they crucified him with two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. John 19.31, since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. The one thief went to meet Jesus in paradise. The other did not. So where did they go? If the one thief went to paradise, the other one went to Sheol, or as the New Testament calls it, Hades. Hades was a divided territory. Remember the incident of the rich man and the beggar, and the beggar used to sit under the table and eat the breadcrumbs from the rich man's table? Well, the rich man died, and he was in torment, but the beggar went into the bosom of Abraham. This would be paradise. The rich man cried out. He, he, he wanted Abraham to send somebody to his family and warn them about this place. But he said, no, there was a great gulf fixed, and they couldn't come from one place to the other. This is paradise. This is when Jesus was raised from the dead, led captives, a host of captives, into heaven. It's it's good to remember this and put it put it in your memory bank and we'll come back to this after a while. But let's get back to the story of the thieves on the cross. This one thief has gone to paradise, and we're going to delve into why why he got to go there. Let me again just read the phrase that I read at the very beginning of this podcast. Things into which angels long to look. Angels, my friend, well, they have a holy curiosity. They they would look at the saints. They would look at the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, talking, urging people, convicting them of sin, and, and they would try to figure it out. Uh, 
because angels are not human beings. They're not made like we are. We have a body and a soul and a spirit that will live someplace forever. So we'll go back into this story. The thief on the cross uh, enters into heaven, and the angels notice that a, a new person has showed up. And uh, from the time he passed away to the time he got there, that was pretty fast. So the, the angels, out of curiosity, they, they come to this new person that has just entered heaven, and, well, they, they start to talk to him. They kind of kind of want to know what, what it is about him and how he got here. And so they ask him, what's his name? And I, he probably just says, uh, I go by thief. What's your occupation? Uh, I steal things. Uh, steal things, how, how, is that, how is that done? How, how do you do that? Well, I... Well, maybe I'd say pickpocketing most of the time. So if I can, I just outrob someone. If if I can overpower them, perhaps on a highway, on a, you know the road. Would you have changed your occupation from being a thief? No, no, it's too late. I uh, I got caught by the Romans and uh, they nailed me to a cross. Well, what? Uh, let me ask you this. Did you frequent the temple? Well, yeah, I went to the temple quite often, but it was mostly just to steal. Passover is a great time because thousands of people are there, and uh, usually we make some pretty good money. Did you memorize much of the Torah? No, no, not at all. Were you trained by anyone like Gamaliel or the Sanhedrin, or no, no, no training. Did you go to the synagogue? No, no, I never went there either. Did, did you give alms to the poor? <laughs> give alms to the poor? I stole from the poor every chance I got. Well, how, how did you get here then? You don't sound like, you know, like you're too good of a guy. Well, the one in the middle told me I could come. Okay, we, we noticed that Jesus suffered. I mean, those Romans just beat him. They flogged him. You could hardly tell he was a human being. We all saw that he suffered. And we told him about coming down from the cross. In fact, at the start, we were a little, well, we demanded that he, he come down from the cross. And why shouldn't he bring us with him? I mean, that only seemed right, didn't it? Then I just, I just looked at him. And I, I couldn't stand it anymore. The sign above him said the king of the Jews. He was. I, I, I believed it. And I changed, I changed my mind. This guy was sinless. He was perfect. Then my mind went to the bug guy in his message. 
<laughs> the bug guy. Who in the world is that? Well, you know that this guy, he dressed kind of funny in, in skins of animals, and he ate grasshoppers and stuff. I think they called him the baptizer. You know, yes, John the baptizer. And he said, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, that didn't mean much to me. I didn't, I didn't know much about this kingdom business. And then I looked at that sign above his head again, the king of the Jews. Well, I had seen Jesus out there. I'd stopped and listened a few times. He said the same thing, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I looked around and, and I saw some of the, the deaf people that could now hear. I saw a lame guy just get up and walk. And then, of course, there were stories about how the blind could see. And then, you know, a lot of these people didn't have a lot of money. They were poor. And now they had the, the, this gospel, this message of the kingdom preached to them. Well... I believed. He really, really was Yeshua HaMashiach. Okay, go on. What are the things that he said? Well, his message was so simple. But the people that believed in him, I would say we all came to the same conclusion. We were sinners. And this guy was offering us forgiveness. Can you believe it? Forgiveness, a way to get rid of our sins. Well, I didn't do anything about it at that time. But as I hung on this cross and saw his pain and agony, I tell you, I, I believed. And I cried out. I said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It was unbelievable. And you know what he said? He looked me right in the eye and he said, Today you will be with me in paradise. What happened then? Well, he had, he had talked to his father in heaven about forsaking him. He even prayed to forgive people for they didn't know what they were doing and why they were doing this. And he looked up into heaven. And you know what he did? He looked right at the temple. He looked down over the valley. The doors of the temple were open. And he cried out in a loud voice and said, It is finished. And he gave up his spirit. Then there was a soldier there. He looked right at, at Jesus and he said, Truly, this was the Son of God. And Jesus died. And then you know what happened? The, the veil, we could look across the valley, see the temple, 
looked inside, and the veil was ripped from top to bottom. It was unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. We just hung there for a while. I looked at the other thief. He didn't want anything to do with Jesus or me. He just looked at me in disgust. Well, then the soldiers came. It was a high day the next day, a high Sabbath. Well, we couldn't be hanging here overnight. And so, as is custom of the Romans, they got a club, and they came to the other thief and took a big, heavy swing and busted his his legs. You can't push up on your on your legs and get a gasp of air. You're going to suffocate within minutes. And then he came to me, and I braced myself, and he smashed that big club on my legs. And the, well, I guess you don't know what happened next. Yes, I do. I know what happened next. I was gone. Here I am. He said today, and this is today, isn't it? I'm here because the one in the middle said I could come. He forgave me. He washed away my sins. And here I am. Jesus paid it all. Hallelujah. My friends, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. You are going to live somewhere forever. Where is the question? Repent. Turn from your sins. Ask Jesus to wash them away and trust him to bring you into heaven when you die. That's the Two Minute Podcast. Thank you for listening. I am Michael Foskey.